My name is Jeremy, and this is a bonus series of the Good Beer Matters podcast from the 2021 Craft Beer Conference. Every year, the Brewers Association puts together the Craft Beer Conference, or CBC, as a means for industry professionals to continue their education, network with peers, and improve quality and performance. I attended this year's CBC as a member of the media, and because there are plenty of beer pros that didn't make it, I wanted to share a few of the many exhibitors that I think you ought to know about. Some of these companies I'm already familiar with, and I personally know they're doing great things. But some I recently discovered and thought were cool enough to share with you. Either way, I hope you enjoy this taste of CBC 2021. Oh, and by the way, I have not been compensated by any company to produce this series. I simply want to help get good things out into the world. Why? Because good beer matters, of course. Thank you for listening. Cheers. And uh, so now we're here. Um, I'm looking at a booth with a what is a 10-foot bear that kind of stands out amongst the crowd. But he's a he's holding a beer. Um, first, tell me your names and tell me about uh, what this booth is all about. Well, I'm Bridget, and this booth is for Glacier Hops Ranch, and we're based out of beautiful Whitefish, Montana. Thus, you see the bear, because we're all about the mountains and the grizz and the outdoors, so. My name's Chris, I'm with uh, Glacier Hops Ranch as well. Perfect. Um, So, Montana is not, uh, by my knowledge, one of the states that's on the very top of the list for hops, but I'm learning that it's, it's soon going to be. Yeah, so right. we, we got a, a Flathead Valley Farms is growing, uh, they got 250 acres out there with Cascade, Centennial, Zaka. Uh, we have a proprietary hop called Aroma that's being grown out there. And uh, we're very excited with the results. This is the first year it's gone into production. Flathead Valley, we have exclusive rights with Flathead Valley. So um, all the hops are processed, pelletized, and stored on site in Whitefish, or Kalispell, sorry. Fantastic, Um, and, but uh, I think some of the stuff I'm looking at is you have this uh, hop oil thing, which which exists, but it's not prolific out in the market that I'm aware of, but it's, I've gotten to play with it, and it's really cool. So let's talk a little bit about, it's actually hop zoil, with a Z, and that helps us to stand out, because you might see hops oil on the market, but, we are the first ones in the world to extract pure oil from the hops plant. So you're getting that, you know, normally hops is um, harvested just annually once a year. And we're capturing that within 24 hours of harvest, we are capturing that and it stays in your beer. Well, and and I got to uh, uh, taste, you know, just like one little drop in a glass of beer is all you need, but I got to taste that. I think it was a Cascade that I, or no, it was Amarillo that I put in my my beer. And all of a sudden, just with one tiny drop of your hops oil, um, it it tasted like a fresh hop beer, um, which I was not expecting that. That was incredible. Exactly, and it is so concentrated, we don't even recommend a drop. We have something that we're becoming quite well known for, and that's our toothpick test. 
and so it's a great way to test it and we don't even put we just barely dip that toothpick in and and swish it around in in a little glass of beer and you'll just be amazed what that does but the one thing it's also doing is helping our brewers with their research and development it's just cutting it down by months because they can do so much just in a little glass Awesome, and and I stand corrected. I did do the toothpick, so I didn't I didn't OD on hops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. That's One of the other unique things about the hops oil is it uh, reduces your beer loss, right? So if you when you're dry hopping, you're doing two, three, four pounds per barrel, you're losing 10, 15, 20 percent of your beer. So as you add the more hops oil that you add to replace that. You're gaining more beer back into your yeah. in your bottom line, which, which is good. And so, uh, Chris, you and I go back, and I know you were a commercial brewer before doing this, and and so that I think that's key because um, I think some brewers might think, well, is this just some fancy fandangle new thing that that we need to try? It's like, well, no. You speak brewer ease. You know exactly what their pain points are, and you yeah. know where those solutions lie with this product, right? Absolutely, yeah. And the the. Um, the biggest deal with it is not just the the loss. I mean, you're getting the same quality that you would get from any other hop, from any T90 you would be using. Uh, if not better quality, you're getting a longer shelf life. You're not having to deal with cold storage issues anymore. You're not having to deal with out-of-date hops or older crop or, years. Or it, just even cleaning out the brew kettle. Or cleaning out the brew kettle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, let's get down to what's really important. I don't want yeah. to. I don't want to clean up the brew kettle. After quite so you're much. done brewing, the end of the day, you have a lot more uh, free time, so yeah. to speak, because the, you, you have less work. That's yeah. for sure. But I, but I love the idea. I didn't think about this, but you know, you can do some just really quick R&D sensory to kind of plan ahead if you want to take the next step. Right, right. we have, uh, I believe we're up to 19 different varieties now of the oils and we've got some custom blends that are amazing. So you could start out with a very light beer and you know line up seven glasses and just find the variety you like. Then you can move on to different styles yeah. of beer. Yeah, that's, and, that's where my head went. And to see, and, and one of the really special things that we have with our company is we have a former brewers, our COO, and he's also a chemist. So we do custom blends for um, different breweries where they can say, I want to replace part of, I want to replace part of my hops in my dry hopping. And this is the kind of hops I'm using. What complements that, depending on what they're going for? And and Todd works with them to come up with custom blends. That's beautiful. So where can people find you if they if they want to learn more? Uh, GlacierHopsRanch.com. Uh, and I just want to mention one thing to add to what Chris said as far as the cost savings. We also have a wonderful tool that is a costing worksheet. And we've collected information from brewers what their costs are for their dry hopping. And, and we can do it, you know, if you're a tap house, if you're doing it by kegs or production beer. And I just ran through one. We are doing it here at the show we've, where the brewer actually can fill in his numbers. You know, and so for his 15-barrel batch, he we just ran through it. He'd save $1,000 a batch by using partial half replacement of their pellets with the hops oil. Well, you know what? I'll drink to that. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you so Cheers. much, Jeremy.